This is Cody Cast, the Cody Allen CMT Podcast. Maybe you're like me, you first saw Leslie Jordan on Will and Grace in the late 90s, early 2000s. He was the character Beverly Leslie on the show. So good. Even in the remake, he comes back and makes a triumphant return to Will and Grace. He's also been known for several characters in American Horror Story and in a brand new Fox show called Call Me Cat. In the last year during the pandemic, he started posting really funny little Instagram posts and stories, and America just fell in love. He went from 5,000 followers to now 5.7 million followers. All right, so we got him on the Zoom here. Leslie Jordan. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I wanted to do this on my laptop. Do I look okay on my phone? You look great. In fact, okay. I think you look better on your phone. Okay, good. And if you, we get a lot of ceiling, so you could probably move it down just a little bit if you want. Yeah, there we go. Oh, or let's say also, less, this is probably better with the Yeah, pace. that's good too. That's great. I feel like I know my way around your house from watching all your Instagram stories. And you know why? I live in Hollywood, California, and this is the only place that I get internet in my, in one corner of my bedroom. It's terrible. Right. I, don't know why. I think because we got the Hollywood Hills here. I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's the hunker down of life we're living right now, right? That's it. It's stuck. <laughs> well, you are like the, the head of the hunker downers. Um, <laughs> so no one expected this, but you were like a silver lining to come out of the pandemic. And I mean, I knew who you were before that from all your acting and stuff, but uh, just to see like the star that you've blossomed into in the last year has been awesome well you know what it was unexpected who thought at 65 years of age i would become an internet success my goodness gracious that wasn't on the list when i got off the bus in hollywood in 1992 <laughs> oh yeah and then i'll end it all with being a big internet success <laughs> i mean seriously um uh, and social influencer now you're an influencer well i am and you know i, I I decided when I started posting that I wouldn't touch on politics or religion or I wouldn't try to sell anything. And I'm sort of rethinking that third part, you know, that I'm not going to sell. <laughs> I think I the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let it rake it in while you can. What, what's the saying? Uh, make hay while the sun shines. Exactly. <laughs> so, and you're uh, making music, which I, I think is so cool. And that's, uh, the song you have out uh, with Brandy Carlisle, first of all, is so great. And then Company's Coming, which is a great name for an album, a whole project. So tell us what, what you're doing with music, Leslie. Well, my dear friend Travis Howard and I used to go on his Instagram. He had a little show, a little, I don't know if you call it a pod. Well, no, it's on Instagram. I don't know what you call those. You have a little show. You know, everybody has one little podcast, little something. And uh his numbers went way up when I we sang a hymn because we're both grew up. Uh, he grew up Pentecostal, very strict. Mm. I grew up in the Baptist church, which was not that strict. I mean, it was, but not like compared to his. And right. so we revisited some of these hymns from when we were kids growing up. And the response was overwhelming. So we decided um, that we would do an album and we put together a little wish list. Who could sing with me? As the Rolling Stones said, Mr. Jordan's voice is capable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What's that, 
thing. At least I'm surrounding myself with people that sing a little bit better, better than capably. But I, I'm capable and I can keep up. And I was taught in church, you're singing for the Lord. So just sing out, sing as loud as you want. Right. <laughs> and so uh, we uh, started recording. We went back uh, to Nashville and picked out the best musicians in the world because that's where you go to get the best musicians in the world and uh i learned so much about it all because once again that was not on my list when i got to hollywood in 1992 to make an album and so the musicians worked off chords and they would give a song and give them about four or five chords and this each whether it be the banjo or the do the dobo which i learned but uh, all the terms uh, whatever it was, uh, they would just make, it was just magical. And of course, then we went back out to Los Angeles and I um, laid down my tracks. Now, I'm not sure if this is because of COVID or it's the way it's done. But, you know, people just don't get in the studio together. You just don't do that anymore. And it can be achieved outside of that. And then uh, Tanya Tucker would lay hers, you know, down. And actually, Tanya is the one person that was, in Nashville with me, uh, we did get to get in the studio together. We're completely surrounded by masks. Well, we didn't sing with our masks, but our glass boots, this and that. I kept telling her, I want right. to hug you. I want to hug you so bad. And you can't hug anybody's neck or anything. And so yeah. anyway, it just came together. And all of a sudden, yeah. I've got an album with everybody from Dolly to uh, Chris, uh, Chris and Morgan Stapleton. What a catch that was. Yeah. Uh, Everybody, uh, Brandy Carlisle, on and on and on. And J.T. Osborne's got the most beautiful version of In the Sweet By and By. That's probably my favorite because that's one we sang, you know, growing up. So, so I grew up uh, a Southern Baptist as well. Were you Southern Baptist? Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I was. I grew up in South Carolina. And uh, I think I probably relate to you on so many levels because also being gay, I never knew how to deal with any of it. Um, within the confines of the South and religion. And uh, so I admire you so much for uh, the kind of role model that you are. But at what point did you sort of like say, I, I, I think I need to be who I am? Was it young, young in life or was it as you got older? Because I got as I got older, that's when I started uh, realizing I couldn't go on. Yeah, I kind of fell out of the womb and landed in mama's high heels. You know, there I was. Um, my dad was a lieutenant colonel in the army and, you know, I was a, a, an effeminate child, but I was a joyful child. You know, I was fun and I was also funny. I learned that to keep the bullies at bay, you know, so I've, I've told people, oh, I was bullied. And, and friends of mine that grew up with me said, you were the most popular kid in school. What do you mean? But see, you know what, what it's like. You have a secret. And especially in the pew of a church where you just kind of know it's wrong. I do not remember ever in the Baptist church, them saying that is wrong. Of course, it just wasn't talked about, period, in the 50s and 60s. Right. Nobody talked, you know, we had an organist that, you know, just, honey, gay as Christmas. You could tell, you know what I mean? <laughs> All the ladies loved him. The, you know, little old lady just loved him and baked him casseroles and everything. And I would think to myself, well, I'm going to end up like that, which, you know, I, I didn't, it wasn't a bad thing to end up, but I was aspiring a little higher, but anyway, um, I, but when I was about 17, I think is when I, I hate to say that I turned my back on the church, 
but you work, you just think, well, no, this isn't working here. And the wonderful part is that from the time of 17 till now to 65, which has been a lot of 22 years of sobriety, getting sober from drugs and alcohol and, um, and all of that and all the work that I've done on myself, you know, cause what happened was I got sober at 42 and there was still so much internal homophobia, you know, oh. just, you'd realize it more when you're, you know, don't have your medicine. <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, I went to work on all that and here I am at 65 revisiting these hymns from my childhood with no yeah. ax to grind. Yeah. No, I'm perfectly comfortable with who I am, what I am. And, and, uh, what a great place to be. Of course, yeah. you know, some people say, oh, you're so old. Well, no, that's barely beginning, really, 65. I'm barely out of high school. I got so much I got to do. <laughs> the Instagram, uh, story and, uh, or post you did, uh, I think it was Blessed Assurance, uh, which is one of my favorites growing up. Uh, this is my story. This is my song. Oh, so good. Is that one you included on the album? Blessed Assurance is not on the album. Let me grab. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. I mean, uh, Blessed Assurance, I know we we recorded it, but then, yeah. you know, the, they, look, they sent it to me. Oh, it, wow. That's awesome. It's so pretty, the cover. I and love it. <laughs> it's, this is a, 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 this little light of mine. Blessed Assurance is not on the album. I can't remember... I know that Travis and I have mm -hmm. sang hymns, but like you say, there's so many Baptist hymns that seem to have, you know, a wink, yeah. wink to them. Like my story, this is my song, just as I am. Wink, wink, yeah, wink, wink, wink so yeah. Many. People can take comfort in these songs. You know, these are old. I went through this old Baptist hymnal the other night looking. Some of them, I couldn't even find the Baptist hymnal. They're so old, but um, I couldn't. I couldn't find farther along in the Baptist hymn. <laughs> I said, well, where is farther along? But uh, yeah, they're old, old, and they really, the, they're meaningful. You know, no matter what, whether you're raised Jewish, Muslim, whatever, and it's good music. That's what I want people to listen to. Whatever they take away with it, I have nothing to do with, really. I just want them to li listen to it. I'm anxious for people to hear it. We'll get the good word out about the music and, um, you know, country music obviously has great gospel roots to it. And uh, it just makes good sense to have you on as, as much as we can. I am in Nashville, by the way. Uh, oh. so I'm, I'm sorry you came to town. I didn't get to say hi. Oh, well, I'm going, I'm coming back. I'm not sure in April, I'm going to go see mama and them. I've got to go yeah. see, I have identical twin sisters and we're about the only ones left now. Out of Chattanooga? Are they, are they all in Chattanooga or are they Nashville? No, they're all in Chattanooga. Okay. Mama and, uh, and uh, uh, my twin sisters. When you go back to Chattanooga, I know you love fried chicken and so do I. Again, it's a, like a staple when you grow up in the South. Everything is fried anyway, but fried chicken is. Uh, so what's the fried chicken you like to get back to when you come back to Tennessee? Or is there a place in L.A.? Oh, there's all kinds of places. The best fried chicken right now in L.A., you can't get near it. It's on Melrose and it's called. Oh, it just says hot chicken. That may be the name of it. It's on Melrose Avenue near, um, and you can't get near it. People line up down the street. I made the mistake yesterday was uh, Sunday, well, a couple of days ago, and Sunday, oh, my God, you couldn't get near it. Now, in, in Chattanooga, it's Champies, and it's actually owned uh, by some friends of mine. I get free chicken. <laughs> <laughs> 
I go down there and they say, be coming. They said, Mr. Jordan, we're going to load you up some chicken here and we're going to put in some pie. I said, well, there you go. <laughs> well, I hope they give you some veggies too. Cause my mom and grandma, whenever they made fried chicken, they would always kind of justify eating bad foods by saying, Oh, we're going to put vegetables around it though. <laughs> in which they fried like the okra. They fried it or they put pork back in it. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> Man, it's so good, though. Um, I love you on the new show, too, on Fox, uh, Call Me Cat, which uh, is a great little show. Uh, it looks like you're having the time of your life making that, too. It's so fun. We are. Everybody always says, oh, the cast is like family or we bonded. Listen, we really bonded. I mean, we're in it because we, we, we had all of COVID. We were supposed to start the day the lockdown started was our first day for our pilot. So we were just heartbroken. So we started, you know, texting one another and Instagramming one another. And all of us, you know, Mayim, Cheyenne, Julian, Kyla, Swoosie, we all got, we bonded. And now we're over there chattering and they'll say, guys, we've got to shoot this show. We're like, ah, oh, we're busy. We're over here just carrying on and we love each other. We tell each other, I love you. I love you. I noticed that. I said, I've never been on TV show so much hugging and kissing and just... <laughs> At the end of one day, I'll think, oh, that, oh, I love you. I love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I know you have people coming up to you all the time wanting to meet you and chat. And so what do people usually say when they, when they come up? Well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> but mostly people just holler out my name. You know, all these years in Hollywood, Will and Grace and American Horror Story and all that. People, I didn't have name recognition. You know, people didn't know my name. They'd go, oh, my God, you, you're so funny. Or, you know, that little guy, you know, that little guy on that show. But people know my name now. And I've started not putting down my convertible. I have a pretty little BMW convertible. I work so hard for it. It's my pride and joy. And I put that top down. And, you know, welcome to Hollywood. What's your, what's your dream driving all around? And now I feel like I'm bragging or I don't know what I feel like because people, Mr. Jordan, Mr. Jordan. Hello. It's like I'm beauty queen in a, in a, on a float. You know, I can't get down the street. So I, I was thinking the other day, if I got another car, I might get my windows blacked. <laughs> <laughs> you really know you made it when you got your windows all black. <laughs> Well, I'm still trying to make it. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll make sure that you get some clips of all this interview uh, that, okay. that you can post. And, and I just want to be as Instagram famous as you are. I'm going to put you up. You can ride in on my coattails. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick before I let you go. Um, do you have a track on the album that is uh, not necessarily a favorite, but like you can't believe you actually pulled it together and pulled it off? Uh, I, I would think maybe Dolly is always kind of hard and elusive to get, but was she easy to get on the album? She was the easiest one only because I met her and I just, you know, said to her, I'm going to do an album of him. She said, I'll sing with you. And I said, Oh, good. And then we, uh, in the middle of all the recording and everything, she said, can my family sing with me? And I thought, Oh my God. Like I'm going to say, no, Miss Barton, I'm sorry. You're the only one allowed. You tell your family to go away. So, but I, I still, I still circle back to in the sweet by and by with JT Osborne. Something just mystical happened. I don't know in the, in the very end of that, you know, I lost my daddy when I was 12 to a, a, a horrendous uh, plane crash. He was in the army 
And um, at the very end, without thinking, it says it, who all we're going to see in the suite by and by. And I looked over at Travis. I said, I'm going to see my daddy. And he kept it. And of course, yeah. now my mother listens to that and falls apart. Everybody falls apart when they hear it. Gosh. I remember growing up as a kid again uh, and having a lot of religious influence, including my grandpa, who was uh, he would sing and make cassettes. Uh, oh. And we he's since passed away, but we still have all those cassettes. Our whole family does. And oh, it's just so warm and wonderful to hear his voice again, sing Amen. those songs. And so many of them also on your brand new album. That's why I just can't wait to put it all together. So thank you very much for, for bringing the music and being on our show. Well, you're a wonderful interviewer. You really are. And thank you. Very handsome. So oh, thank you. Well, I'm riding your coattails all the way. And all I ask okay. is that maybe me and you do a little blessed assurance on volume two. Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m., 8 central on CMT. Bye for now.